episode two. Let's get into it today. Here we are. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sense and Sensibility podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the unnecessary products we come across every day as moderators on Steam Hunt, a Steam blockchain-based product hunting site. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. Let's get started. got to change that intro. <laughs> I have to change the intro. Like, We're going to be in the same room for hunting, that. Sensing, da 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 I can't, I can't deal with that. With the, the words the, or the yeah, sound? Yeah, like, I don't know what possessed me to even say that, utter those words in that way. Oh, stop it. You sound great. It needs to be faster. It needs to be faster and less words. It made sense. It is what it is. Why was why the big sigh? <laughs> why why the big sigh of familiarity of being frustrated with the usual conventional Campbell <laughs> disarray of like, being annoyed is, about something? But this is the wrong podcast for that. This is that. Oh, this is I sounding this like has a format, does it? This, this actually has a format, does well, it's it? It's got a okay. Trello board, so it's got a Trello board. <laughs> okay, Seriously. let's restart. You want to play the? You want to play it again? No, no, I don't. Oh, so why did you ask? Okay, let's change the energy. Yeah, product, uh, product sense number two. So Sorry. products. No, you don't have to be. It's okay. fine. We accept all types of people well, here oh. from all backgrounds. You don't have to have influence. You don't have yeah. to be a brand advocate. You just have to give a little bit of a she about products. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what we talk about on this one compared to our other one. Products that amaze us, dumbfounders, and leave us confused on a day-to-day <laughs> basis. It's true. How's, um, how's your week been on the Steam Hunt this week? Oh, Anything stand out just, for you? I feel like every couple of weeks there's like an influx of new blood, which is great. But also that also a lot of times means that there's an influx of people who are either just just saw the rewards that somebody else was making and they were like, okay, uh, and then, you know, kind of rush into it or they, um, you know, or they just don't take the time to know what the guidelines are. And so the result of that, or they just don't care. I mean, that's possible too. But uh, the result of that was, I, I feel like lately there's been a lot of I can't use it. I can't say the word I want to use without cursing, but there've been a lot of like eye roll ish posts, not the fact that the posts are bad, but the products are like, "Mm, this isn't exactly what we're looking for. So I feel like every couple of weeks we need to like, we almost need to reeducate a new group of people um, about what we're looking for. Cause that's how I felt this week. about the overall quality. That's an interesting thing. You just said that. Is it on us that we should do that? I don't know. I feel like if people are consistently posting not what we want, that's partially on us. But if those people whoa, whoa, whoa. also are just in say, it. When you say what we want, you mean what the guidelines want? Yes. Okay. Right. Right. All right. I mean, okay. personally, then I have a whole nother set of my personal guidelines, which I, I don't put those into effect when I'm moderating. But like, sure. there's a lot of things that I passed this week that I've personally also felt like very eye roll about, which passed the PG. But you could tell there was just like no even thought or care into what, what the product was. It was just like, let me just get a bunch up there. Hopefully I'll get an upvote. And th- that's the way it comes off to me anyway. So that I felt mm-hmm. like there was a lot of that this week and that that's tough to pass because if it, people are so good at finding loopholes, man, that's like, that's what humans are good at. If there's anything. 
It's <laughs> finding loopholes. Yeah, I, I think there's two sides to that story. I think there's a bunch of people who, who first time it's kind of like, I've seen hunts this week, like advertising tractors. Like I think some people fall on the site and somehow they've got a Steam account or they create one maybe because right. they think it's cutting edge. I'm always interested about those people who like are technology dabblers and don't really have any any crypto reserves in portfolios or, or anything like that, but will set up a crypto account because they know it's going to be relevant at some point. And I saw one this week that was like a tractor. should have been probably one of my good or bads or ugly this week, but one of them was a tractor. And it, it had a feel to it like it was a brother-in-law or a cousin or somebody's business. Yeah. And it was like an ad. It was basically an ad. So I, I, I really don't know if it's on us to do more education on that side of things to what it is. I think we should. Yeah. I mean, th- um, that's the thing. Like th- there you'll see like a pair of wireless, like from a mod's perspective, you'll see a pair of wireless headphones that technically nobody's shared this exact model before. Is there anything special about it? No. Is there anything that prevents it from being posted in the PG? No. So you pass it. Then there's something like what you're talking about with the tractor where it's like, that's the type of post that make me feel like, are we not communicating what we want here? Because it's just so feels like so out of left field. A lot of times, maybe it could be a language barrier as well. Like if English mm. wasn't my first language and I was trying to read the PG, that's a lot. And maybe people just are like, okay, hey, forget it. Like I'll just make try. A good point. You make a good point. We need different uh, versions of the PG. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Different for sure. language versions. That's a thing that we need to post on here when we, uh, when we got yeah. on here, like maybe see if we can find some right. people to do that. Because it's a lot. I mean, there's a lot. There, there, there are so many iterations. And for a while, the PG was changing every other week. And I get it. Like, that's a lot to keep up with if you're a hunter. Um, but if that if English isn't your first language in terms of like reading comprehension, like I can mm. get why people are like, okay, well, yeah, like this is something that's electronic. I'll like, you know, I had, um, I had an appeal this morning about a juicer where I mm. personally was like, I don't think this fits the PG. You know, there's so much, there is a lot of, even though we can make the PG as specific as possible, it's intentionally unspecific so that we can leave more room for people to vote what they like. It's not about us mods like squashing everything and deciding what, you know, what stays and what goes. We have a general guideline and then it's really the community that's supposed to decide what they like and what they don't like. So yeah, that's why we've got a whole bunch of influencers who right. do all that. Right. They like, oh, this is cool, and they upvote it. And actually, what tends to happen is the influencers start a conversation. They're normally seasoned product buyers themselves who end up being influencers. Mm. Although saying that, there's been some influencers new this week that I won't say are seasoned product hunters, but they are avid uh, users of the platform who are in Discord quite a lot, and people have got to know and become familiar with. And I think that's as valuable as well. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how that changes the influencing over the next couple of weeks. Mm, right. Um, yeah, it's products runs deep, man. I've said this before, but products runs really deep with people. Like the reason why they buy one brand over another brand. I'm sure your dad buys certain tools oh, for yeah. fixing cars over other ones because of like legacy of them lasting and not yeah. breaking and falling apart. And it takes a long time to build up a rep, a proper rep. I've been, I've been debating this in my head today, actually, about about influence and reputation because there's been various new things launched for tracking influence, and I kind of feel like it's uh, uh, that I feel like it's being built not out of a reason just to track influence, but like 
just to have a top 100. I have no desire to try and better my influence level. Are you talking about within the system, within Steam Hunt? No, I'm talking about what is happening in Steam Hunt and outside of Steam Hunt, the Steam blockchain itself. Like, okay. I've, I just come out of a, a, a conversation about influence, uh, moderating an influence is like a video chat mm. with a startup. So it's very much on my mind. And I've noticed that a lot of that this week in terms of it goes way past the platform. It goes mm. way past just Steam Hunt. And the whole point of the podcast about product sense is that hopefully there's bits of information and knowledge in this podcast which will form an opinion or start a debate as to why pick a product over one thing or another and influence is a massive part of that i think Mm. somebody says to me somebody comes along to me on a platform you know they might post it on facebook which i don't really use facebook but if uh somebody posts something about a camera for instance medium format camera from hasselblad and used to be 50 grand and now it's like 10 um and I get like the seal of approval from a friend, but I haven't spoke to him in 10 years, but I know that person is an avid photographer. There's a certain amount of influence there that might influence my decision-making to post right. it on Steam Hunt, right? Not just because I'm trying to like get people to influence it or comment on it, but because that's where that's where the trust comes from, right? If, you, if, sure. we, don't, if we don't have a connection directly to a brand anymore, like over 10, 20, 30 years, like our dad used them or had a contract with them, then we have to take it from our an authority. Our, yeah, in our in our in our shorter network, so you end up with like a sphere of influence around you of a number of people. So, uh, yeah, I've been watching the influencers a lot this week. It's good to see a bunch of new blood. Like you said, I think it's important to have like new people on the system. Mm. And welcome to the new mods. We have new yeah. influencers and two new mods. Yes, we do. And, and what's awesome about that, personally, I think, and I know you you agree with this as well, is that they're both ladies. Which yeah. is so cool because if you spend any time around blockchains, females are not equally represented at all. So no. um, it's really, really we cool. A, we almost have a 50-50 split of, of – um, I thought it was more. I thought it, I thought it was more to do – I thought it was like 60-40 for women on the team. Mm, I don't think yet. I think we're just underneath. Last I counted, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I counted the team and the devs and everything. Maybe just in mods, you're right. Either way, like even getting close to the 50-50 right. ratio was like, I was the only female mod for, I think like the first six weeks. So yeah. we've come a long way and getting some, getting some ladies in there who are like, you know, usually very awesome and helpful. And it been, they've been like involved way, way before they mod was even like an idea. So that's super cool to see people who are just like, yeah, really they're not just like the platform. A- yeah, exactly. Not- they're not just a token lady on an ICO team page. That's what I was getting at. Right. It's not just like, and here's our diversity. <laughs> here's our <laughs> diversity points. Let's go. Diversity. Lady. And at the bottom, here's Sharon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Sharon, there's a bit more damn. going on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The, the, so, I, I should, yeah, go for it. I don't know. I was going to say, I, I feel like I started that, like, I feel like I started all of that off a little bit negative. I think before the past maybe two days, like, since we last spoke to y'all in the podcast, I was seeing a ton of, like, what my personal favorite type of hunts, which are, like, eco hunts, which are things mm-hmm. that are, um, you know, that, that have a sustainability thread running through them, or they reduce, w- reduce waste, or they do something mm-hmm. that's positive for the environment. Um that became like a little, I felt like I saw a little mini trend of that running. And I don't know if that's because certain people see it do well. And then they're like, okay, like I'm going to try to 
I'm going to try to find similar things, but I, I really don't care the reason I was like stoked that some of those really cool Kickstarters and things like that got some more, some more attention, some more exposure. So yeah, I was happy to it, see those getting shared for sure. If that's what it takes to move that conversation on, then so be it. Yeah. Right. If you want to copy something like that, that's fine. I mean, that's probably, probably a good segue into like mod beefs of the week. Oh, baby. Um, I want to come back to some of the major steam hunt stuff this week. I mean, we had the airdrop happen like a week or two ago. I think 11% of the amount that was put aside for the airdrop, which is basically a one-to-one ratio of the steam power that you have, you can also get that in what's called the the hunt token, which are these tokens which enable you to um, use the, the network of sites that steam hunt is building out. So steam hunt, is just one product of three that's been announced. It's going to be a couple more of those projects next year. And the hunt tokens are going to be um, the tokenization of of your involvement, your influence within that network. So some of the other projects are going to require you to have a certain amount of those to uh, create an action in, in those platforms. So that that's about 11% right now. So if you are a Steemian, and you wondered what it was, and you're thinking, well, I don't do products, or I don't want to use a site, or I don't want to have loads of like Steam Hunt posts in my post because I have a nice, neat post uh, feed, and I don't want anybody to see it. You can still go in, log in with your Steam details, and claim your free Hunt tokens. You might not use Steam Hunt now, but you might want to use it six months from now, or a mm. year's time, or when SMTs get plugged in. Uh, and remember, you know, once HF20 comes in, hopefully there'll be a, a, a bunch more new front ends. So may, and also condenser might get changed. So we might get, end up with a system to filter out certain, um, services running on top of the blockchain. So your feed is nice and neat. So I know a lot of people have little, you know, quirks about that. They want to, I was like that in the beginning, but my like addiction to hunting completely overwrote that neuroses mm. i was like oh i had too many and i was like nah i just want to share stuff but it's not too it's no, not think- too late to jump in like i think a lot of people are thinking like oh i already missed the boat on like the early days trust me it's still early days it's still very early mm. days so, mm. so there's, only, there's only yeah there's only like five thousand people i say only i mean it's quite a lot of people actually in in the last two or three weeks that have claimed their one-to-one tokens so that's 11%. So there's still like 90% of those tokens that were part of the airdrop are available. So mm. basically if you've got a lot of steam power, you, you've, you've jumped, if you like, you've done a leapfrog of having to do the posting and commenting and upvoting, which can burn you uh, hunt tokens for taking part of the community. So if right. you, you head start. want to support it, you, you can jump in on that. Um, yeah, also I want to quickly mention that at some point I'll be reaching out to people about the collaborative video. We're making a collaborative video for the hunters that are using Steam Hunt, mainly so you can get to know people's, put a name to a face. I think sometimes when you drop into a community, and I noticed this the other day when I was listening, just I fell on like Twitch and went to MSP Waves and feels like a very mature segment of uh, Steam It's blockchain. It's very difficult to get in on that community or <clears throat> know who to talk to. Yeah. Um, I find that really difficult. It feels like a well-established group of people. I'm sure for newbies coming in, it's kind of difficult. A lot of people lurk. and So I was trying to alleviate that by putting a face to a name. And uh, then you can jump into the Discord and you kind of know who those people are and follow them, etc. So mm. it's a whole bunch of lines in that collaborative video to be taken up. 
And if you go to smarturl.it forward slash steampunk dash collab, uh, collab D, it says here. I don't know if that's right. I, don't think I will have to right. put that in. <laughs> okay, I'll put, I'll put it. I think it's collab. I think yeah. steampunk dash collab. It's just collab. <clears throat> so, yeah, mod beefs of the week. Let's get yeah. on to mod beefs of the week. Yeah, we got some beefs that we want to share with you guys. And I'm about to flip a table in here. Just kidding. Oh, it's really oh not God. that it's really not that deep, but um I think mod beefs is, is kind of a fun section because uh people can kind of like just kind of get a little a little peek into what it's like to be a mod, a little peek behind the curtain about mm. what we're kind of thinking as we're going through, you know, sometimes there's a hundred or something posts in the queue and you're like, all right. And sometimes you're the only one, you know, you're the only one moderating at the moment. So you just roll up your sleeves and get in there and certain things come to mind. So talk to me about this first one you have here, Mr. Campbell. Well, let's stop sending 20% to the makers. Yeah. So I see a bunch of people using the maker tag on the submission page for a post and sending it them, sending a variety of different amounts to themselves and that doesn't do anything um the maker part is the same as uh, steam it in terms of if you wrote the post with somebody else and you want to give them uh, a part of that it's called a beneficiary mm. uh, so it's the same thing beneficiaries equals makers why they put makers i don't know maybe they just wanted to be cool with product or whatever maybe beneficiaries is even more confusing than makers we did go back and forth on that, but we ended up as makers. I think it makes sense. If somebody made the product and they're on Steam Hunt, which might happen in the future, mm. um, because they might get a Steam account for Product Hunt and all the other things, um, then you might give X amount of money from that post or for the fundraising that you might do on a like a Kickstarter kind of thing. And you might give whatever total that you raise to the makers of of that final product so sending 20 percent to yourself it doesn't work especially when you normally it, it's very similar to the steam thing where you get 50 50 steam right um at the moment i think when you post on steam hunt i think steam hunt takes 10 or 15 percent. i think it's 15 um so you can't i don't think you can take any more on the whole of i think it's 85 percent. so if you try and put in 20% in there, for instance, you don't get 105%. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like 20 You don't get any more. You're getting 100% yeah. of 100% anyway, so it's like... Yeah. So... Yeah, maybe the, that's the, an ESL thing. Maybe that's like a, a misunderstanding, but it could just be people trying to game something. Like Maker, maybe they no. think that they're the maker of Well, they the are the maker, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's why, yeah, but, I can see where there's confusion been, there. It's been very interesting why they put like 20% though. Makes me makes me think that the other eighty percent was the bot that wrote the post in the first place. <laughs> oh, maybe is it going to the content spinner devs? Yeah. Ooh, okay, sorry, the con- sorry, that was that was, that was a low spinner. blow. That was no low worries. Blow, okay, I had to go. There. Uh, so yes, yeah, right, I'll do the next one. Yeah, um, stop seeing uh, what did well yesterday and just try and replicate it and post the same thing. And we have a note mm. that says the moment is gone, and the reason why is because. I think the best hunts are, and maybe this is just me as a, this is not me as a mod talking. This is me as just a community member talking. I love reading what people have to see about a product and what they're saying about the product. And you can tell when somebody's like genuinely jazzed about something. If somebody's in mm. music and they find like a really cool musical ja- gadget 
or photography or something that really like fits with the hobby that they're already interested in, you can so tell in, in the body of that post. And I'm so much more likely to upvote a post that is, um, you know, the product might not for, be for me, but like that person's passion about it and the way that they talk about it sells it for me. And if you're looking for posts, if you're just looking in the top 10 and you're seeing like, okay, so there's an eco garden that got planted, even though I just said like 10 minutes ago that I'm happy a lot of eco stuff's getting hunted. If you're just trying to replicate, okay, I saw waterproof earbuds. Now I'm going to go and search for waterproof earbuds. Like the you're going to miss, you're missing out a number one for yourself and the enjoyment of finding something that you like and writing about it. It's going to be an absolute drag to write about something you don't care about. That's what I find anyway. And B, the other people who, you know, are reading and want to be excited about things are, it's just like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just a kind of like, what are we doing? It's like, just it's just noise. Want, I think after a while you want, you want diversity on that. Yes. And well. I want el pasión. I want to pass also, also, like a lot of the hunters who spend time on the site, because one of the big things about Steam Hunt is being engaged in the community. It's not just like drive by, put your post up, and off you go. I mean, you can do that, but like you're missing out on probably 60, 70% of what the site's about, which is getting to know other hunters, upvoting other people's stuff. It's just another way of getting to know people on Steam blockchain as well as just products. Yeah, I agree. Because because you, you can gravitate towards certain people. Like, for instance, I know that if I look through a list, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good now that I can be like, this is going to be a tougher post. Like, yeah. I can just, I can just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I've got like an ESP about it because I know what they A stand for. But I don't know why I'm doing ABC, same as you. Um, <laughs> I know what they stand for. I know what right. their interest is, and it actually it's that unconscious stuff that you don't get to know about somebody when you first meet them. It's something that as friends and having relationships with people, be it virtual or decentralized, you get to know what they stand for and you kind of gravitate towards the people who've got similar interests. Mm. Or if there's things that you don't know about and they do, then you tend to, you know, like you go from hunting their products and commenting on their products to then following their Steam blog and then next minute you're following them and finding a whole wealth of other stuff about that person. So yeah, um, I think somebody somewhere is just saying, oh, just have a look at the top 10 see what was popular yesterday and find something similar, which you kind of, it's, it's, it's fine. You know, everybody wants to see 10 or 15 different versions of an eco home. I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it should be a daily basis. You know, diversity is key here. And and also like that's, I think more what I was getting at was like, people don't purely vote based on the product. I I mean, I am somebody personally who takes, I, when I vote for a product and upvote it, I take the whole thing to, into account. I take the quality of the, the pictures, the quality of the writing, what the person had to say about it. And so it's not, it's not like a sure bet. If you see something in, you know, if you see a hoverboard in number one spot and then the next day, all right, I'm going to hunt a hoverboard. And then you get, then you get frustrated that yours wasn't in the top spot because there's a whole lot that's that might be different about the that situation so mm. something to think about i would like to have i would like to have in the future those certain days where you're only allowed to hunt a specific thing like Whoa. plants well no somebody somebody actually um oh darn i wish i could remember but somebody said i would love to just have like one one day that it was um just coffee hunts and that personally because I, I hunted something coffee related yesterday i was like That'd be kind of cool. Like a challenge day. And then we, we took it even further. And I was like, what if we what if we bought everything that's been hunted coffee related 
on Steam Hunt. We actually physically bought it and brought it to Steam Fest 3 and opened a cafe, like a pop-up cafe with the Steam Hunt products love it. <laughs> of the week. <laughs> and if people love were that. like, oh, that's trash, I'd be like, well, sorry, somebody hunted it. We have to use it. Just like a pop-up of everything that has been hunted in the coffee category. That's your equipment. I was like, I'd man that all day long. I know. I kind of like the idea of having like a, a Steam Hunt. Like, uh, yeah, you got me thinking now. We can have like – well, no, like you can have one of those like mobile things, like little wires with the S and the H logo spinning the S inside the H, and then have different little levels of platforms hanging from the roof of like one to ten, with the product actually mm. sitting on it. It'd be kind of cool. Like you can walk in and around it, like it's like a yeah, mini. like a physical representation of the yeah. of the ranking. I like that. That'd be that'd be kind of cool. Anyway, all right. So, what's our last um, mod beef? Do we have any more? No, we've got we've got two more. Okay, and um, you can do the. The, the last one. Okay. Um, so do not tag in bold. It's important because I it's know. in bold. Do not tag mods with no messages to get their attention. Like if there's one thing mm-hmm. that will will give you the – will position my mouse in Thanos-like fashion <laughs> over the block button, it's when somebody just puts the at and the name. So you're because talking about in in Discord if someone just says Discord, yeah. at Team Humble, then then what happens on your end, miles and miles away on the other side of the world, is you get a notification, that rushes mm. you back out of what you're doing and into Discord, and then it's like, what? What do you want? Yeah, you only get you only get one time of that actually before I, I end up blocking you, and then I don't get any notifications after that. Yeah. Uh, so it is you're you're on borrowed time on it to be honest. I've even turned off DMs because. That's you know, so an important thing to get across is that everybody who's a mod is volunteering their time because they've been picked by the community or at least by the team members that they know their stuff about the products and they can be trusted or you know utilized to review your stuff uh, to get it onto the thing within a twenty four hour period. Like mm. they do this every single day. All the mods do it. Like they take time out of their day to do it. So you know construct those messages like and consider their time whenever you see a mod that's on or pops up on discord they're probably just logging in either for if you see it in the morning and suddenly come on they're probably logging in for the next couple of hours to work on verifying your hunts right so it's probably a good idea to like wait until they finished hunting it and also don't expect just because you jumped in five minutes after they post on your comment that you're gonna uh gonna get a, a fix or verification there right. because the mod's already carrying on and doing the rest of his session or her session. Right. And that's the thing I think like I would want to reiterate is that I I promise you, even if you don't believe it, and I, I know I do this and I know that the other mods do this, is before I start a hunting block and after I've – not a hunting, I'm sorry, a moderation block. So if I'm going to sit down and moderate for an hour, at the beginning of that hour and at the end of that hour, I always check if somebody's – commented on the post and said, Hey, I fixed it. If there's a huge block of time, that means it's three in the morning for me. That means like, I'm not there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we, we do very diligently check back and make sure that you ha- like to see if you've, uh, you know, completed the request for the edit, or if you had a question, you know, we, we really do check those things. So if you are at messaging, it means that you're, um, it's yes, it's an inconvenience for the mod, but it also means that you're taking that mod away from, um, other people you know, by requesting mm. individual personalized attention that's immediate and that's not fair to the other hunters either. So, right. So another, 
another thing that I think we should do with this podcast at some point is mm. play open source music mm-hmm. in between, like have a break in the middle or somewhere and just play a track. Oh. Because what I'd like eventually is for Product Sense to be a audio podcast that we can like upload in contributions that people can listen while they're on Discord. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And take like messages from some of the hunters so that we can. Oh, uh, that'd be awesome. Questions. Yeah. I would love to answer I, I, hunter questions. Yeah. I think we can get into that. I think we'll get into that at some Ooh. point, find some open source tracks and do it. Final one then. Oh, Final one from oh you. my gosh. Okay. So this one, <laughs> it's not as much rage to hear as I, it makes, I make it sound, but this one says, stop trying to game or hack your hunt score. Here's the thing about your hunt mm. score. It's going to change. It just is. <laughs> it's going to change for a million reasons, um, a lot of which we'll, we, we will never understand. Treat the hunt score like uh, like a spiritual relationship that you have. It's out there. It's mystical. It's ever-changing. It's based on what you do. It's based on things that you don't understand. Um, if you see a drop in your hunt score, they, we have very basic guidelines about what could have possibly caused that. And that's in the FAQ section on discord. Um, and other than that, just like if you're doing the quote unquote, right things, if you're posting things that are high quality, if you're not getting delisted all the time, your hunt score is going to be fine. But to be chasing after a number, which for which the parameters and the target of that is always changing, is just going to leave you completely frustrated. I honestly, I, I probably look at my hunt score maybe once a week, if that, because it's being tweaked on the back end as well. So you could absolutely do nothing different or nothing wrong, quote unquote wrong. Um, and it can still change because there's still, there's still tweaking that um, in the code base. So you just gonna yeah, make yourself no, miserable. Just don't, <laughs> just don't worry about there's, it. There's really no, there's really no benefit to have, having that like be the ultimate score of like the most you can get because the way that the the top 100 or top 120 works now anyway is that pretty much everybody in that group is going to get an upvote of some sort it's not like oh you have to be in the top 10 otherwise you're not going to get a big vote that used to be this the the story at the beginning but then that got open to plenty of abuse and so we ended up with this abv this account-based voting which is one account one vote and, Mm -hmm. and it's much better it's more, much better because it's distributed to more people and it means that people stay around. And it's been interesting, actually, to see who did stay around and who left. Yeah. Who came from <laughs> just the, the big upvotes and who stayed around and kept chipping away at it each day. And I think those people who keep chipping away at it each day, um, I think they probably stayed around because anything's better than zero. But then actually they've developed like friendships and, and uh, you mm. know, it's part of, their, part of their makeup of their day-to-day life. And I think... Yeah, a world that we live in today, where eventually everybody's probably going to be working remotely because drones are going to be growing our food. Um, it's nice to have humans that you can talk to at the other end. That's true. I, I mean, I'm I'm really like you said earlier. I'm like the most happy when I get a comment that says, "I knew this was yours before I even saw who posted it." Like that that type of stuff makes me happy. The fact that people are getting to know each other and to get to know what you know what each other's into and what they stand for. So. Mm. just don't worry about the score too much. I know it's hard. I know it's hard not to like obsess over those parameters, but you know, it, like you said, account-based voting, it makes everything, it makes everyone have a very equal shot at the top 10 or at the top, you know, top 100. So you could, you could have the best product score. You could have the best product and then 
randomly a whole bunch of influencers can come in and just bump something to the top. Yeah. You wouldn't win any, you wouldn't in your head win anyway, because it's the community that upvotes right. and comments and has dialogue with each other. So it doesn't matter if you had the best, 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 best. Yes, you might be somewhere in the top 10 quite a lot because you have a lot of influence, but it's not, it's not the thing to be chasing down. What is the thing to be chasing down is learning about products at the same time. Right. I mean, it's called steam hunt hunting for the best things that are out there in the world and showing them off, right. you know, like showing the advancements of what the human condition can do with technology or products and services. You know, like I think that that's a constant reminder of where we should be at rather than where we're at. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's what, that's how I feel the site's at. That's what I feel the site is for me anyway. It's yeah. way past just. Because products. also if you end up, if you end up hunting things that you like and you don't care about, like there was something last week that, that didn't do very well for me on the ranking board. I did not care because I was just so stoked that I got to share it. That silly pontoon boat situation, <laughs> that mod, that move, Bob, whatever the heck that thing was called. I don't even remember at the minute, but I remember being like, I had a big smile on my face when I was hunting it. And, and if you hunt that way, it's just, it's for your own happiness more than anything because if it doesn't do well in the ranking, you're like, I don't care. I'm just glad I got to share it. <laughs> I'm just glad it's out there on the blockchain. When you find something that you think is cool, like you won't really stress about the the number too much. So, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. Uh, on the flip side of that coin, um, my my hunt today came first. Oh, baby. And- and because it came and and here's the reason why I, I think this is a perfectly good segue to tell you why I think it came first. And it might be a really good uh, add on to what Dale was just saying there about like owning your your hunt, like really, you know, if it if it's going to do good or not, it doesn't matter as long as I follow these things that the criteria for me, why I put it up. Mm. So, there's, so there's one thing that I put up, which I I thought would do very well. I didn't expect it to do as well as it did. And the reason why it did so well is it touches so many different bases. It's not just a product for one kind of person. There's so many parts to it. So the good of the week, Phil's pick of the week, obviously it's selfish. and You picked your own? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you have a, do you have an opinion about that? <laughs> Oh, oh okay. here we go. No, listen. Am I getting a damn vote? No, what's, what's going on? Listen, the entire community thought that it should be number one. So it's it's obviously worth mentioning. Like, let's do this. Okay, I'll start again. Let's hear it. So, <laughs> so my good of the week, and the only reason why I bought it up is that I, I did, it was last minute to pick my picks, if I'm honest. I would just come off a call mm. previous to this. Um, and I went into the Hall of Fame, and there I was. Oh, ego! Let's go. Um, no, the only reason why the only reason why I went in the Hall of Fame. So the only reason why I um, I posted it is because it touches so many bases. One, it's hardcore technology. It's like build it yourself technology. Um, it's cheap. And it's accessible, uh, and it touches on so many like choice choices, life choices. It's a thing called the Zero Phone. So this this thing called the Zero Phone is fifty bucks, and it is a fully working mobile phone uh, using a Raspberry Pi W. So the Raspberry Pi W is this very slim, thin piece of PCB. It's like a twenty bucks piece of uh, hardware, and then with all these additional bits, a little screen, a little keyboard, and some open source software, you can turn it into a, mm. a phone. 
a cellular phone. Well, here's the thing. I know I gave you I know I gave you crap a minute ago, but I knowing you, if you had come across that product from somebody else hunting it, I know without a shadow of a doubt you would have given that a hundred percent of vote that product. Because I know mm. what type of stuff you know what I mean? Like because I know you, I know that you would have been like Hell yeah. That might have been, if even if you weren't the one who hunted it, that might have been your top pick for the week anyway. Because, I mean, I agree. It's yes. a solid, it's such a good idea and it makes technology accessible, you know, for but a very for the, little price. Yeah. I mean, what really, I mean, I knew what it meant to me in terms of me getting access to it, me owning it, me playing with it, what I could do with it. What was really like liberating and inspiring to see was then reading the comments from other people mm. from different walks of life, you know, and it hit all the areas. So what what I'm getting at is to post a good hunt is it's not just about something that you're interested in or a good product, but like it's the story that products tells, right? And if you really want confirmation about how you know what's a popular people might say yeah but why would i hunt on there what's a popular product i don't want to post something that's not going to get me likes up views comments i'm going to feel an idiot if i stand out because i posted something and nobody cares about it like hmm. think about think about every product that you buy everything that you buy from a car to clothing to headphones you're not just buying it because you need a pair of headphones there's people who will buy, buy a set of beats because of the look they want it to look good on them they want to have an air of exclusivity or a value attached to it. Different products mean different things for different people. But just going through the comments on that post, there was people from all over the world, different countries who saw the price bracket, saw the fact that in the write-up about it, it said it was open source, had no bloatware, mm. you know, trying to avoid you know, privacy issues. Admittedly, it wasn't a smartphone, so you're not going to be able to order an Uber on it. Uh, which is problematic if you <laughs> you're in a city and you need to order one, but it is it, it's more than just a product at that point. Right, it makes you consider all of the products that you own. Right. Why does my other thing not do this? Mm. Why can I not build my other thing? So I, like I try that. and I try and post things that are not just about um, the ownership of something. Here's fifty dollars. I get a piece of hardware back. It's more to me of like, what else will that piece of hardware inspire you to do? Right. Because because I guarantee everybody listening to this that maybe over 60% of the stuff that you own, you don't use. Right. You don't use it. You buy it. You use it once. It's just collecting dust. I, I, I read some stupid figure like a, a drill is only used for something like 6% of its life. And it just sits on like the sideboard. You only use it to put like shelves up and then you never use it again. So these things, you know, you, imagine building your own phone from scratch, then getting it working and then being like, I built that. Right. What else can I do? You know, like for a kid in a younger generation who's dabbling with technology, just a box of parts. But as soon as they put that box of parts together, they have a product. And then it starts the creative gears thinking like, whoa, you know, if I connect that to that and do this to this. So it's way more than a product at that stage. It's a, a, it's a, a an opportunity for telling a story mm. about how technology works, I think. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a good hunt. All right. I upvoted it. Um, Thanks. <laughs> no problem. Um, okay. Yeah. So do you want to know my good, my good one for the week? You can go whichever order right. you want, wanna, as long as you I remember think, them. I think I'll follow, I'll follow your lead on that. And my best one of the week that I was like, oh, hell yeah, 
was this, it's called the NCT welder windbreaker jacket. Now as a mod, I saw that title and I was like, Nope, we don't do jackets here, but this jacket, um, is self healing. So if you have a puncture in this jacket, you, you can, um, it has, it's some special material that they've developed. This is like the future. I'm telling you where you, the heat from your fingers, um, reacts to like a double-sided coating that's in the, in the actual jacket and it actually mends itself. It actually, you can actually, yeah, like re, um, you know, like reattach it to itself and mend a puncture wound. So they say on the website, like, obviously don't take a pair of scissors to it. Like, don't be a jerk about it. But, um, yeah, if it has like a, a little bit of a rip or something like that, you can, you can, you know how like a rip gets started or like maybe like a run on, on ladies stockings. Like if you know about a run on stockings, mm. if you mm. can actually stop it at the edge of it so it doesn't continue and things like that. And I'm like, that's awesome because I'm, the jackets, first of all, only $79, which is a lot for like a jacket, but not really considering if this is the jacket you know, that you're going to wear and it's, it's going to be durable. And if you have a problem with it, you can, it kind of like fixes itself. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm so into that technology. Like is, I wish every you, pair so, of pants I've ever owned had that technology. Cause I'm always bossing my pants. I'll be interested when they can walk themselves to the washing machine and clean themselves <laughs> and then walk back at 5am and just hang themselves up. That'd be decent. That's true. No, look, I, I like anything to do with fabric technology. Anything, it, it's technology again. At the end of the day, somebody's thought about how can they make it better. You know, if you if you've got a product that is breaking a lot and you're having to recycle it a lot, right. all those phases you're using energy to change it from one thing into another. So the longer you have a product that lasts, the better. It's going back to the story earlier on about your dad's tools. You know, like he has tools that. Yeah. Probably Makita tools, which I think is, I don't even know if it's a Japanese brand. But it feels, they fire. You know, like everybody who works in the industry has a certain kind of thing they have because either their, you know, father or their brother or a cousin has had it and it's lasted them years. And people have conversations around it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I've, they, they literally have conversations in the garage or at the bar about a certain right. power tool. And like so, super props to this company too, because it's usually not in a, if you if you only thing you care about in your company is the profit margins, it's not really in your best interest to sell somebody a jacket that they can fix themselves and they'll never have to buy again. So like props to that. And like they made it, you know, they made it accessible. I'm also just seeing here for the first time that you can pay $79.95 or four installments of $19.95. They use something called Afterpay, which is like, that's so cool. That means like a high school student could could afford it. You know what I mean? It's almost like an internet mm. version of layaway. So it seemed to me like they really wanted the most people possible to have this for a very long time. And I'm I'm down mm. with those kind of values from a company perspective. Oh, they also make mm. backpacks. So hell yeah. Well, win win. If, if you if you hunt a backpack, chances are you'll get an upvote from me. I've got some kind of weird addiction to backpacks. I do too. <laughs> oh, what well, that's about? My I don't really want to get into that. I'm sorry. If I listen, if I could have a backpack every day, the every day of the week, it's like every, sneakers. Every, it's like a thing with sneakers. It's the same thing. I don't know what it is. It's like a weird collector obsession. It's like some kind of like <laughs> style change, some aerodynamic version of myself. Um, so my bad mm-hmm. of the week, I believe, is uh, no, that's yours. Uh. Nils Cable, a revolutionary wearable charging cable. 
Now it says revolutionary. I'm instantly skeptical because right. I'm so so that. that was kind of where I was coming from from my beef mm. is that I have to tell people that you really, really, really need to reevaluate what revolutionary means to you. Because there's been a lot of people die. There's been a lot of people die. Uh, a lot of people make big sacrifices. That's true. And there's been a lot of serious change that's upset the balance of power in the world that was was genuinely revolutionary. Right. A wearable charging cable is not revolutionary. It's not. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. And it's interesting. Yeah. And it's exciting. But it's not revolutionary. Right. I mean, like a literal revolution so, is a straight up so, war where people die. My point my point is with this is I don't I'm not trying to profess that I know technology better than any, the next person. What I'm trying to inform people on is that the currency of selling shit to us these days is to blind us with marketing and science and a video. It goes back to the other day when I probably about a month ago, somebody put up a video and was like, oh, but look at this thing. It's really, really cool. And the video makers had actually dubbed on the logo onto the headphones. I could tell by the tracking on the video. Oh, no. Right? So, so, but most people don't see that because they're caught up in the idea of it. So when I see things like revolutionary wearable cable that can be used to transfer files from PC, look, yes, it's cool. It might be a revolution in your life to have a charging cable that you haven't actually lost and you can't lose because it's on your wrist. But revolutionary to me would be something uh, closer to revolutionary for me for a charging cable would be like the bracelet I saw the other week, which was a charging bracelet. I don't think it's revolutionary, but I do think it's smart in terms of the fact that if I want to charge my phone wirelessly, then I've got the bracelet on, I've got the phone in my hand, I don't have to find this wearable revolutionary cable right, right, right. to charge All the in phone one. because it just does it through the air. Mm-hmm. Now that is revolutionary compared to the charging cable, which is strapped around my hand. So uh, I think everybody has different shades and different uh, ideas of what revolutionary is, but um, That's a good point. we've got to move away. We've got, to, we've got to move away from like using terminology with, you know, like the world's first. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it just, it, it turns me off to a lot of things. And the, the, the more we go into an uncharted world, um, the more we're trying to optimize, the more technology we're trying to make to make things better. Um, if we keep on using terminology like this, we'll still sell crap stuff to gullible people mm-hmm. because not everybody is going to be up on the latest T, uh, TPS report about revolutionary. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Hey, I'm with you. And I also think that people, because they want the upvote, people actually become the marketers in their, in their post. Do you see, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, are you personally trying to sell this to me? Do you make a commission? But it's because they want you to like be excited about it. And maybe they are personally excited about it, but sometimes you read a post and you're like, okay. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, there has been times when I have dropped Epic into the title because it was Epic to me, but yeah, it's debate. It was debatable. Hyperbole is something I struggle with because I'm like I'm out of control sometimes with my verbiage. But okay, so my Fair my enough. bad one. 
I hate to admit it because it's bad, but I like it, there's a deep, deep down part of me that I hate admit that to admit that like I think it's kind of funny. And I've actually I downloaded this app. Actually, you might remember when you and I you and I were together last year, and it's called it's a little app mm. called Diddy D I T T Y. And all it does is it you put some text into it, and it like uses like really bad AI to like auto tune sing of the of the, what you typed into it, and then it just like generates a random gifs in the background based on the words that you have in the um. It you know imagine every kid's game by Nintendo. Oh my gosh! Right? And like the final, I don't understand a why it exists. B what do you do with the final output? Like I think they're trying to build a platform around it where it's like Instagram where you. <laughs> Where <laughs> you share these things with people, but they're so bad. And in the in the um in honor of the the podcast, I actually just took like the first couple, like the first line of our intro to this podcast and made one so you can hear it. So if you don't mind, I'm just gonna play that really quick. No way. You can hear right, how yeah. bad it is. And and what I want you to visualize is just like text and colors like just swirling around as this thing is playing. So this is uh this is what I made with this app. hear that it was just playing from my phone but like why does it exist <laughs> i feel like i've stepped through a looper machine that's took me forward like 50 years and that's the uh that's that's a chewing gum machine talking to me uh, based on my last tweet yeah like yeah you're in like that that bar in total recall <laughs> why is it that why is it that i think everything in the future is going to be in neon and have japanese symbols why is that um I don't know, but what it's do a I pretty think good that? guess. It's a pretty good guess. I have a feeling that there'll only be like four major brands. It'll be like Sony and Apple and a couple of others. I feel like all the other ones will have fallen away by then. That's possible. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't really have an opinion on the app. It's um That's why. That's why I feel like it's a like I think it's funny to make for about ten minutes, but like it does it it make my life better or easier in any way? No. Um, does it help me to contribute to anything creatively? Not really. So I, I have a hard time with that one. So that one's why it's my bad one of the week. I don't even know if you could even distinguish what the words are. I think a lot of what sells it is the fact that the words are flashing on the screen as it's singing it because it just sounds like robot insanity. So that's well, that's the attention. That's the attention curve these days, isn't it? Yeah. That's, the, that's the current trend at Maybe the moment. Just is I'm old. No, it's not that. I'm older than you, so I, and I kind of get it. So it's it's fine. I just think it's like a flavor of the moment. Yeah, thing. I think it's yeah. A flavor and so this is a perfect like, example. Like if this one got passed. Obviously, there's nothing against this. This is fits the PG just fine. But it's just like my personal. Why does this exist? Hunt of the week. <laughs> yeah, because you can't imagine it. I mean, it doesn't make him any money. It's free, right? Oh yeah. I mean, you. What it is is you can um, choose from different tunes songs some of them are oh i did i did do like a backstreet boys version just to test it out and those are like dlc those are like um in-app purchases so they're making some money some 12 year olds got their mom's credit card and they're going ham on this app (laughs) 
Yes, yeah, so, so, some somebody's mother's not been able to get an Uber tonight because <laughs> somebody's maxed out Backstreet Boy additions with their friends over pizza. Wait, listen. No, make it stop. Make it stop. Please make it stop. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. All right. Do do your weird one. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm having like a regressive mod session right now. I feel like it, like I have to come out of my mod safe word. If you are triggered by that, that's exactly how mods feel after like a just a bunch of that. You're like, wow, it's a lot out there in the world. Anyway. All right, we're coming up to fifty two minutes. I'm gonna go with my last okay, one today. Go ahead. Um which occasionally throughout your day as a mod, you know, like you'll do the first 10 or 15, you'll go through them and you just blast them through. And then your coffee has hit critical mass. You've drank all your coffee. And then you look up to the next hunt and it says the purest drop of water. <laughs> and you start questioning your sanity at that stage. Like, <laughs> am I, are my eyes work, working properly or what? And then, so the purest drop of water was submitted. The ultra pure icicle is pictured on the left and, and the water. Oh. That's, it doesn't go anywhere else. It just says, and the water. Oh. So, so unbelie- underneath it says, if cleanliness is next to godliness, then this is one divine droplet. So I'm interested at that stage. It's not a product. It's not going to get through, but I'm kind of interested. So I see this a lot. And the reason why I wanted to bring it up is it, it's not necessarily that it's, that it's strange. It's just, I kind of know where somebody was going from, from, from this perspective. They thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. They thought it was exciting. It's different. It stands out, has a story. The problem is it's not a product. Yeah. It's an, it's a technology or it's, it's a, it's something that's been invented that does a certain thing, but it's not integrated into technology yet. It's a little bit like when somebody, um, hunts like an in-car thing that is a system uh, a product of a, a, right. a technology of a bigger product that will like a that. new fuel injection so, system although, for a car or something right so i didn't i didn't enjoy knocking it back um because it might have been the first time they'd come on to the system and use the system and like i put in the mod comment post i said well it's very cool it's really not a product as such which it isn't mm. now they ended up just linking to the blog post but i can understand what people were trying to do here is that if you're seeing amazing stuff every single day and you're like, yeah, wow, you know, I wish I was with this crew or it's a bit like back in the day when breakdancers had like the Adidas and the Nike footwear, like you had a signature move that made you unique. And I think after a while, like you see these posts every day and you kind of see people find some cool stuff. This is cool, mm. but it's not a product. Right. That's it. All right. That's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's totally fair. But yeah, it is a little bit jarring. Like after you've been through fifty <laughs> different models questioning. of Acer laptops, and you're like, "Pure oh. drop of water." It just makes you feel like you're seeing things. <laughs> yeah, it, it did me. In a bit. All right, I'll be quick. My my, <laughs> oh, I can't even look at it. It freaks me out. My strange is called Padbot. P A D B O T. It's a okay. it's a reception robot. It looks scary and weird it looks kind of like if you've ever seen wally like you know that you know that um the girl robot um eva yeah it looks like eva except her head is like an old school imac you know the colored ones from from the early 2000s (laughs) that's it's Mm. like a head just plopped on this weird awkward body it rolls around it's got a 
it's got like a, some kind of LED face. Like, you know how they put these weird, like, fate, anime faces on these <laughs> robots that they're supposed to be like emotive? It freaks me out. Yeah. They're totally going to be our overlords one day. And I just don't like the website makes me uncomfortable. The logo makes me uncomfortable. Um, it's just supposed to be a reception robot. Like if you're, I guess, maybe in a museum or an office building, it can help tell you where to go. There's a very creepy image of it doing uh, facial recognition. Listen, just- if I've learned anything, if I've learned anything about uh, automatons like that, that are put on reception areas or holograms that are in like walkways in airports or screens above a, 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 a what you call it, sports bar. If I've learned anything in, in the last decade alone, is that every single one of them blue screens and is running Windows. Yeah, yeah, right? every time. So, so my impression of anything to do with robots is that, oh God, I hope it's not running on XP. <laughs> that is that, that, I mean, and so at that stage, if that's what my generation thinks of robots, forget, like, forget having a million features if the front of house of it is that i walk in to make a booking and all i can see is a blue screen i've instantly lost confidence in everything that company right right for sure everything i mean this this thing is like uh, like autonomous in the sense that it can roll around on its own and like talk to you but i feel like in so many ways we are in like the awkward teenage years the awkward like puberty of robots we're like, sure. <laughs> they're not like, just give me data. Give me the robots from the movies. Let's skip all of this. Like if it's not that yet, let's not just, let's not do this like middle, middle of the road TV screen on some janky rolling thing. That's like yeah. going to be, you know, Either g- just broken all the time. Like let's wait till we're at the point where it's like, it's like the sci-fi movies and they're just like people, you know, I'm almost more okay with that, even though that's creepier than like this middle ground it's just, yeah. this is just like, it's so awkward. <laughs> give, give us Big Dog, DARPA, and Black Mirror or nothing. Yeah, else. that's what I'm saying. I want, I'm in, I'm on the highway to the danger zone. Let's go. That's Let's what go. I'm saying. Yeah. It's got 4G and, uh, LTE, so that's something. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Well, that's it yeah. for us today. We've, we've been on, we've been gassing, literally gassing for nearly an hour. It's 58 minutes. Uh, so it's time to play out our outro really. Yeah. And, uh, and then we'll see you all next week. Do subscribe to the podcast. It really helps. Uh, just keep our sanity mainly, uh, leave a message in the discord. Let us know that you listen yeah. to it. That too. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for spending time with us today. Subscribe with pocket casts and get notified right away. And if you use anchor FM, feel free to call in and leave us a message. We try and reply in our next cast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash product sense. And if you'd like to hang out with us on Discord, there's a link on that page as well. We'll speak to you soon.